0: Welcome to CEO on the go the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you I'm your host Gail Lance and together we'll be exploring the people side of leadership You'll learn how to better engage and inspire those around you and yourself. So let's get started Welcome to episode 30 of CEO On The Go. I have hit another milestone. I can't believe I've done 30 episodes. So thanks for listening. Um, I know that we are now in the home stretch of January. It's been kind of hard to keep track of time. In some ways, it's moving very slowly. In other ways, time seems to be flying by. I think this year is sure to be an experiment for me, as I hope it is for you. You know, this is an opportunity to try new things, to step into a new normal or create your own new normal. I know that my new normal is filled with some exciting new challenges and and opportunities to expand my comfort zone. And I'm looking forward to to working with more leaders who want to take themselves out of their comfort zones or help their teams think differently, move forward in new ways, more innovative ways and make a bigger impact. So if that describes you, then we need to talk. But before I jump into today's message, really quick, I thought I'd share with you something I just announced that is clearly out of the norm for me. I just announced it on LinkedIn. So if you're not connected with me there, I really hope that you'll connect with me there to to follow what I'm doing and share some comments along the way. But what I announced is that I'm joining a brand new, bold docuseries called The Social Movement which is designed to help entrepreneurs come together and solve an impossible world problem in just four days. So it's an extraordinary challenge, which I tend to like. And I'll be working with a team of other entrepreneurs and CEOs and business owners who really care about making a global social impact. You know, I'm always drawn to new ideas and innovative problem solving and unique experiences that that can really help make a positive impact. So I think that this experience will allow me to do that at scale. So I'll, I'll keep you posted on that. You can actually see the teaser for this show at workmatters.com forward slash social movement. I'll actually be filming sometime this summer and, and I'll be in season two, which will air at the beginning of next year. Or so anyway, just something new and different that I'm participating in this year that I thought I would share with you. So anyway, it will be quite an experience. Speaking of which, I think as leaders, it's becoming more important to think about the kinds of experiences that you want to create instead of meetings that you want to have. You know, I'm calling this episode, Not Another Meeting, because I hear that so much from everyone, leaders, employees, staff, Uh, people are so uh, exhausted from the meetings that we've been having, mainly virtually. You can just see it on their faces when they're staring back at the screen, when they're looking at Zoom or Microsoft Teams or whatever you're using. I've actually seen a few people who have fallen asleep uh, during live meetings. So there is so much Zoom uh, fatigue out there. And it probably explains a lot of the growing interest in this new audio-based social media app called Clubhouse, if you've heard about it. Um, I just jumped in recently and know enough to be dangerous, but it is quite an experience. You can basically jump in and out of different chats or breakout sessions. It's kind of like a free flow podcast where you can follow different people based on your interest. They say it's designed to allow people to talk and tell stories and develop ideas and deepen friendships and meet interesting people around the world. I'm not exactly sure what I'll be doing on Clubhouse, but I am on Clubhouse. So if you'd like to follow me, you can just search for my name if you're in there. I think it just is an example of what people are craving now, something that is non-traditional compared to the ways that we're used to meeting. It's definitely a new kind of experience. The reality is that we are still having a lot of meetings for for different reasons, and meetings aren't necessarily a, a bad thing. But I wanted to talk about ways that you can improve them, uh, help them be more productive. In some fields, I know that you tend to have more meetings than in others and in, in large companies. The way in which you meet is, is a little bit different compared to startups or smaller entrepreneurial businesses. So I'll let you set the context for today. You think about the kinds of meetings that you most often have. And in the back of your mind, be thinking about what you might want to try or something you might want to do differently to help those meetings become more effective. I remember writing about this topic many years ago, and the same principles hold true. Even though most of our meetings are virtual now, it really doesn't matter. Uh, A meeting is a meeting, and some of the same ideas that I wrote about so long ago are still applicable today. So before I jump into some tips, I thought I would share some of the dangerous motivations or reasons why people attend meetings. I explained that there are some unspoken and sometimes spoken dangerous motivations for attending meetings. And I'd I'd come up with five of them. One is the need to feel important. You know, sometimes people like to participate in meetings simply because it makes them feel important. They believe that their presence or their contribution are critical when in fact it may not be true. So be careful about, about people who might be joining a meeting simply out of ego because they feel like it's important for them to be there. Number two is FOMO, fear of missing out those people that don't want to miss anything. If you just like to know what's going on, make sure that you get the highlights from a colleague or someone else who's attended the meeting, but don't attend just because you're afraid that you won't be able to be in on whatever it is the conversation is about. Number three, another dangerous motivation is to avoid other work. You know, meetings can be great excuses for not being able to get your most important work done don't blame your meeting. Um, Sometimes these kinds of meetings can be counterproductive. So just be careful if you think that you're trying to get out of the most important work that you know that you need to be focused on. It reminded me of a a funny quote that I saw, I included in one of my newsletters that said, this, this was a quote from a manager saying, we're going to continue to have these meetings every day until I find out why no work is getting done around here. So make sure that that's not happening in your environment. Number four is that you're stuck in a habit. If you think that you're meeting for the sake of meeting, do something to shake things up. Clarify what you really want out of the meeting and break that habit. Don't meet just because the item appears on your calendar. Um, I talk to so many clients who are stuck in habits that really aren't serving them well. For example, they might just be doing update or reporting in meetings when they really don't need to, to get everyone together in the same room to have that kind of update. Sometimes there are they're more creative ways that you can communicate the message or help people get the information that they really need to have. And if you turn your calendar over to your assistant who schedules meetings for you, Just make sure that you're really clear about priorities and not allowing that person to to really take charge of your calendar in a way that's not serving you. And then the, the last one that I mentioned is lack of trust. That's another dangerous motivation. If you're the leader and you're not there, sometimes it's easy to think that things won't get done, at least not as well, right? So you've got to learn to trust other people to run a productive meeting without you. So... Just to recap, dangerous motivations, the need to feel important, the fear of missing out, avoiding other work, being stuck in a habit or lack of trust, any of those kinds of issues can be unproductive. So some meetings are inevitable, and I know that you don't have control over them, but you might have more control than you realize. And just making the commitment to increase the productivity or the effectiveness of your meetings can make a huge difference in both your leadership and your company or organizational performance. So just a few tips to consider when you're thinking about, do we need to have a meeting or, or we've scheduled a meeting? What you know, How can we make it most effective? Be clear about your purpose. What do you want people to know or think or feel or do? Be really clear about that on the front end. So don't assume that everybody necessarily understands what the purpose is. It's always a good idea to try to state that on the front end if you can, or in some way just just reiterate that. For example, maybe the purpose of the meeting is simply to brainstorm ideas. You're not there to actually make a decision. Uh, Another time, maybe the purpose is to make a decision, that you've got to narrow your choices and go ahead and pull the trigger. Um, Another tip is to aim for less time. I'm amazed sometimes at teams or companies that just automatically set an hour meeting when they may not need that much time. I encourage you to to see what you can do by cutting your meeting time in half. Let that be a challenge. See if you can get more done and less time. Uh, Be careful about thinking that you have to fill the time because that's not what it's about at all. It's about having conversations that are really productive and meaningful for your group. And then another tip is to consider alternative ways to achieve your purpose, maybe audio or video. Sometimes teams think that they have to come together to collaborate, but there are also opportunities to do that asynchronously. So again, going back to what is your purpose? Do we really need to meet? Make sure that you're thinking that through before it becomes more of a knee-jerk reaction. Make sure that a meeting is not something just to be checked off on your to-do list. Instead, it needs to be a vehicle for getting results. Your meeting is your means. So meet with purpose. Um, One final tip is a suggested exercise that you might want to do with your team, especially if you are having regular team meetings, is to ask your team, how can we make the most of our time together? Um, You can say, I've noticed that we've been meeting kind of in the same way for the past few months. What's something that we might want to try that's different, that can help us achieve our goal? You might want to get their uh, rating on this question. Are the meetings that we're conducting worthwhile? How would you rate our meetings on a scale of one to ten? So be sure that you're engaging them in the process. As I often say, you don't have to have everything figured out. Ask your team for ideas and suggestions. And I think you'll find that you can really improve the quality of the meetings that you're having and make them more worthwhile. They should appreciate your effort to include them. So I hope this gives you a little motivation to make your meetings better or even better if you're already meeting and you feel like you're being productive. Or maybe you just need to stop the meeting madness altogether, if you can, and create a better team experience, like I mentioned. At the beginning, I said, I think we'll be seeing a shift away from meetings and more focus on creating experiences that can help people come together and achieve the results that you really want. And if you want to talk about ways to create an impactful experience with your team, just let me know. In the meantime, connect with me on LinkedIn, share this episode with a friend or a colleague, a a leader, manager, executive, anyone that you know who's saying, not another meeting, please. And feel free to to leave a review as well and subscribe directly to the podcast if you haven't done so already. Remember to check out the TV show that I mentioned. You can see the teaser for The Social Movement at workmatters.com forward slash social movement. I'll include a link in the show notes. Stay tuned. I'll keep you updated on my experience with that and learnings along the way. So I hope you have a great week doing the work that matters to you. I will speak with you again soon. Take care. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn and visit workmatters.com. And if you have a question or suggestion for a future topic for the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. So keep growing as a leader and doing the work that matters to you. Until next time.